following takes place between 8 a.m. and 9 a.m. Hammer time! Are you a homeowner who is dangerous with tools? Do you start a project and never finish it? Because no. frustration sets in. Do you think maybe you should have called a professional? Break it down! Well, look no further. Image Home Improvement is now live from the Star Worldwide Networks Tower. And now, remodeling contractor, TV personality, and your host for Image Home Improvement, Steve Dubell. Oh, yes, it's time once again for Image Home Improvement Live right here on Star Worldwide Networks. And as we're winding down September and soon to be October, we have the good misfortune of knowing that Dan is going to put some strange, funky ears on his <laughs> on his car soon because There's, Halloween can't be that far the away. The bat wings have been found. Oh, God. <laughs> yeah, but you know, it was so you know, horrible not having him here last week. It was I just know. the two of us, right. but now he's back. Yeah, I'm I back know. from the dentist, and they drilled down and found my pocketbook. <laughs> yes, they really probably did. They drilled down and got your pocketbook, and then, uh, you know, it's it's now it's time to rebuild. That's right. That's right. He'll That's be right. the $6 million man with a bionic jaw. Yeah, you know, you know, one of the things that is important, you know, we talk about, you know, the bat wings and stuff. It's funny we should bring that up today because we're going to be talking about different kinds of things that attack your house, like termites. Pests. Pest control. Yes, we're going to do some pest control, but we're going to talk about termites because uh, we're doing a project over in Tempe, which is a, an HOA, which apparently... I don't know what happened, but, you know, no one's paid any attention at all to some of the things that I've seen. And we're going to post some stuff on Facebook uh, here, which which I want everybody to see. Because if you've never seen some of the damage that termites can do, it is just oh. unbelievable. It's amazing, the, the stu- some of the, the stuff. The pictures that I have to post, they're just it, – it, think about this. It's fascia board, which is eight – let's just say it's eight feet off the ground for for the sake of the discussion – and you know they for for the fascia board to get eaten up like this, it had to come through the wall, eat through the sheeting over the eave, and then destroy the fascia board. So yeah, I mean they've a, been they've been chewing for a one. while. Yeah, come through a crack or something on the slab, then up through either the backside of the drywall or up through the frame, up to the frame, up to the roof frame, and then back down the edge to the my God that. They're feeding the whole clan, aren't they? Well, I'm telling you, and it's just in not just in one area. I found it in not like this, but I found it in multiple multiple homes because we're going through home by home in this 250 some unit complex, and almost every home, especially they have these private shed areas because they storage. They need oh, okay. storage. Yeah, they're all the, the casing, eating. the doors are eaten alive. You know, and um, it's just amazing. I mean, there's. There's got to be at least there's got to be hundred doors that have to be replaced because of termite damage. There must be a uh, nest way underground that's absolutely huge under that complex. Well, they got to be somewhere, but the problem is that they're not being treated right. And this is why one of the reasons I talk about it all the time: walk around your home at least once every thirty days and look for things that look out of place. And some of the things that you could easily miss are termite tubes that are coming out of the ground on your stem wall, mm-hmm. which apparently you wouldn't give it passing thought if it wasn't really fat as to a crack in the stem wall. And you just, at first glance, you may pass it by. But if you take, you know, take your time, walk around, look at it. It's and a, if you find that it looks like, it's a, like brown a little squiggly tube. dirt type looking tube, yeah. 
There's termite issues happening there. Oh, yeah. You know, and one of the things that you should always do, obviously, is, you know, we talk about some of the things that um, that affect your home and that you like to do, even though it looks frou-frou and nice. And this is on, you know, on Robin's, Robin's old uh, forte, landscaping, okay? Mm-hmm. One of the things that people love to do, oh, hey, let's put this bush over in front of this wall or in front of this uh. house or there. And it's within that three-foot barrier yeah. Yeah. For for you know to treat your home, and I'm like oh, it may look nice, but now you've opened up that whole area to it says, Come exposure. And get it. <laughs> well, you know the thing too with the new houses, you always had to have the landscape in a certain amount of time 60, 30, 60, 90 days, and people were always wanting to put bushes up against their house, and you have to explain this to them because it's in their CCNRs, and it also voids the warranty on the brand new house if you don't plant something you know, three feet away. If you're bringing it in closer, you're voiding your actual warranty. And it's just not right, the termite right. barrier, but it's the actual warranty on the whole house. Right. So when as, when you're, you got to remember something now, if people, if people, you know, wonder why I go through this. So if we do a major bathroom remodel, we'll say, or even a kitchen remodel, we're probably going to get into doing a major whole house remodel here in the next few weeks that we looked at yesterday. But we're moving the sinks, we're moving the bathroom, we're moving the downdraft, for the stove, we're moving the the toilet in the master bathroom. It's going to be like, it's going to be major remodel, okay? But one of the things that I will always do is when we cut concrete and we move drains in the ground, before oh, yeah. we close it back up, I have, I have our good friend Scott come out and he pre-treats the ground before we close it up. So this way, there's no question that this ground is, you know, open for termite invasion. It's, okay. it, has, it has been treated. And I tell people that all the time. And they look, well, it's only a small hole. Well, you know, how f- small do you think termites are? They're yeah, a lot really. smaller. They're a lot smaller than the hole I put in the ground. That's it. And you know, you get a whole army of termites coming up out of there if you're not careful, because they'll they'll go anywhere. If you've gone when we did that flip in Mesa, the 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 termite tubes were all over. They were like three, four feet up a block wall. And people wonder, well, where are they going? Well, they don't know any different. They're searching for food. That's it. And they're right. searching for lumber. And it, they just, they don't know that they're on block. Cellulose, but they'll keep looking. Cellulose is cellulose to them. They're yeah. just going to chew yeah. on it and move. They're just going to keep going. And, you know, oh, my God. Whatever. And, you know, that was one thing we always ran into the issue, too, is like I was telling Dan earlier before we went on the air about railroad ties. People oh. think they make oh. great garden accents. Oh, yeah. Dude, stick with a block wall. You can buy a nice little block retainer wall, a, maybe just a tad bit more expensive, but you're not going to have termite issues. We've gone out to, you know, in the past when we owned the landscape company, we went out to plenty of houses where we were doing a changeover and you pull up the railroad ties and they literally just turn to dust. They look like they're solid sitting there, but you pick them up to remove them and boom, they're just gone in an instant. Oh, people I know. think that uh, the topical creosote that's put on them works? No. No, it doesn't. They just find a hole around it and just clean the inside out. And then people say, well, how come I had termites inside my house? Those things weren't close to the house. They're like 100 feet away. Uh, just like Dan said, they will go to the food source and That's they'll right. find a way. That's right. No, I, I'm it's, telling you. It's the appetizer before the house. <laughs> <That's just laughs> I like that. The that was very good, Dan. Course. That was very good, Dan. See, now I know why we need him here. He always comes up and with then a good And then there's the other people that really like to recycle and all of that green type stuff. And I read an article from Austin, Texas, to where they had recycled a whole bunch of lumber from a barn. 
and they didn't really take good care. They should have sanded it down and taken a second look. And they had dry, as we call dry termites in it. And they took all this lumber and built it back into a new build on a house. And they built in termites. Are you serious? You know, the dry ones that you have to bag the house to kill. Uh, Okay, where were the brain cells on that decision? Saving Saving the earth. (laughs) <laughs> yeah but think about it this way you want, green, you want your house to fall down that was a green decision in other words uh, they're going to pay more green <laughs> yeah you'll be turning green when you see what they do to your house oh yeah yeah no i hear you i hear it. it's unbelievable there's all sorts of different organisms that'll eat wood it's not just the bugs there's also different types of uh, bacteria and other organisms that just eat away at wood at, at a high level those will be areas that have a high moisture content as an average that have these organisms that will just chew away at wood if it's not protected and treated properly no i mean it, it, you've got you, there's so many things that you've got to watch out for when you talk about termites because it, a lot of times it's it's you don't see it until uh, you don't know that you have it until you see something visual that's right because you're not going to go scanning for termites in the wall but you go back and you see, start seeing strange things like tubes coming down from drywall ceilings, or maybe you see a little bit of uh, water. You know, it may look like it at first. It may look like a little bit of water damage, but then there's um, a lot of times it'll be that's an aftermath because it's a lot worse than what it is because there's hollowness coming down from wherever they came from that they haven't gotten through the outside yet. So these are things that you've got to be careful of. But the best way that you could do it, obviously, is to be actually, when you when you do something or when it comes to remodeling, you need to pre-treat the ground for sure. Right. Don't bypass it. Buy. And as well as there's going to be other things that we're going to be talking about, you know, the different types of termites, because there's all different kinds of species all over the country. And it's, oh, yeah. it's, you know, so you've got to be able to turn around and identify them. You've got to know your brand. Yeah, you got to know your brand. <laughs> so we're going to take a short break. When we come back, we're going to get into some of these uh, different, as they say, species of different types of termites. Species. Aliens. Alien. Yeah, I know. Remember, yeah, species one, two. You remember that? Remember yeah, that movies? chick was hot. She was. She, she was. And as a woman, I can say that. She was. Yeah. I'll just agree with you. I'm not going to get into it. Never mind. Never mind. Okay, we'll be right back. You're listening to Image Home Improvement Live right here. Thinking about remodeling your kitchen or bathroom? Confused about which company to choose to supply and fabricate your new countertop? Let me make that choice simple for you. Papagno's Marble and Granite, a family-owned business and experts in their field, installing many types of products such as granite, marble, onyx, travertine, silestone, and much, much more. Their personalized service will help make sure that you have the right material choice for your next remodel. Their high-tech fabrication equipment on site will expedite the delivery and installation of your countertop. Give Papagno's a call today, 480-948-4282, or check them out on the web at papagnos.com. Are you tired of the runaround from your heating and air conditioning company? Hi, I'm Steve Dubell, and I'd like to tell you about a company I respect and trust, the pros at Quality Systems Air Conditioning and Refrigeration. They are the Valley's premier heating and air conditioning service company. Each and every professional at Quality Systems goes through a stringent training process of continuing industry education. Larry Thompson, the owner of Quality Systems, and his staff exemplify the meaning of integrity and honesty. 
Quality Systems is a licensed, bonded, and insured company for your protection. When I have a heating and air conditioning need, I call the pros at Quality Systems. Why wait? Call the pros at Quality Systems right now, 480-247-7654, or find them on the web at qualitysystemsac.com. Celebrity voice impersonated. Hi, this is your former president. I told my Arkansas girlfriend she was painting her eyebrows too high. She looked surprised. Have you ever started a project on your home by yourself and it turned out worse than my presidency? Sometimes you need to call in a professional, especially when that professional is affordable and can fix everything. Call Image Home Improvement 623-580-0901 or log on to imagehomeimprovement.com. Let the pros make everything look beautiful. Call Image Home Improvement or log on to imagehomeimprovement.com. I thought a hot tub was a stolen bathroom fix. I'm Krista Guerin from HGTV's Flip It to Win It. If you're purchasing a home to live in or to flip, you need to know everything about it. Get to know your home through the professionals on Image Home Improvement Live every Saturday morning from 8 to 9 a.m. on Star Worldwide Networks. All right, we are back. Ryan Homer's excited. He's always excited on Saturday morning. He must... Maybe maybe he took some of Dan's good drugs. What can I tell you? <laughs> I called him the other day. Like he could barely talk, and then all of a sudden, the next day, he was like um, feeling feeling fine, brisk, and spry. And I'm like, you know, Dan. So, what kind of drugs did they give you? Oh, you know, just anything just to numb the pain. That's right. Those yeah. are, I, and I discovered opioids are not. I don't know why people can get get hooked on those things. They're, that's nasty feeling. You I know, take, they make you feel like crap all the time in your stomach. And then you can't. <laughs> oh, well, we, well, you know, see, see, now, see we could tell, Robin. What? Uh, you know, I always said people in Chicago, they never finish their sentences. But I understood what he meant by that, you know, because I used to live there. I understand those things. And even if I didn't live in Chicago, I would have understood that statement. So anyway. That's all right, welcome saying back. the bad word. Well, it's all <laughs> universal anyway. Come yeah, on. Yeah, come on. Anyway. It's all universal. All right. We are back. and uh, It all want- worked itself out. Oh. Oh, damn, damn. What would we do without you? Anyway. See, he's only gone for one week and he comes back and he's like in the supreme rare form. That's right. That's right. That's right. Wow. That's right. I have to go down and get some of whatever he's taking. <laughs> Why are you just not with it this morning, Steve? No, I don't know. It's a whole bunch of different things going on. But you know, we, we are. You know, one of the good things that are happening. You know, good things happen in life. Okay, Robin, yes. tell me exactly before we get back on the tournaments because I want we want to let you know the listeners know that you know we're we're just average people. We we have wants needs and desires and we're sharing all this home improvement information but i want us i want our listeners are you sure this is the right show for once needs and desires (laughs) that's another i'm trying to get you a plug (laughs) here be quiet okay anyway 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 tell me tell me what you felt like when you got your mustang oh my god how did you feel when you got your mustang Dude, I tell you, it was the most exhilarating thing in the world because the idiots at the dealership, well, they're smart, actually. They give you the car to take home for a night. And, of course, I took it home, fell in love with the car. And it's funny because I rented the V6 model on a trip going going through um, Yellowstone with the convertible top down. V6 sucks. I mean, spend a little bit of extra money to get the V8 because if you get a Mustang, you got to get that power. And I remember my ex-husband at the time wanting to go to a dealership where his his friend's friend worked and they tried to sell me a different Mustang that had a roll bar in it. 
I'm like, <laughs> I don't think so. No. And this funky, weird stereo that was like five grand. I'm like, no, I'm going back to the other dealership and okay. I'll work the deal. Okay. So, dude, I, I bought a brand new one uh, two days before Christmas and it turned out to be $10,000 cheaper than a used one. Really? Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Hmm. Because you can work those deals, family. Oh, yeah. That's that's amazing. The dude wants to sell. End of the gear discounts, all that stuff. December 23rd, 2017 was when I bought my 2018. Or Excuse me. I'm 2007. I'm going back 10 years. 2007. And I bought a a 2008 Mustang GT. And I got it for a hell of a steal. Well, that's pretty cool. Yeah. Okay. So so take that feeling. And Mm -hmm. that's, that's, that's pretty similar to what I felt this morning when I got the phone call that... I am now the proud owner of a brand new Jeep Grand Cherokee. Uh, Adding to the fleet. Adding to the fleet. Well, you asked me why I felt that was off a little bit, so I told you. So now everybody knows he's not drinking coffee. Right. And he's going off of some weird little high of having a new car. Yeah, well, you know, that's 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 cause for celebration. That's right. Okay. We're coming Tuesday night to your show and, and just celebrate with some wine. With the girls. Oh, my gosh. Really? Yes. Okay. Maybe okay, you can just, spice it up a little bit. There you go. All right. Well, let's yeah, get I back. I can understand that happiness when I got that new uh, Kia Sportage out there. Yeah, there you go. So, that, you know. It's been fine. It's been real no, nice. No, and the reason, you know, the reason, you know, and I urge everybody to do this, because Robin did it. Like you said, you went out and, and and rented a car, that one that you liked, and you, you test drove it. Well, I had done that, too. I did that with, with um, a Jeep. Plus, I used to own one years ago. Years ago. Just don't spend all your time working no, on it. No, no, no. That, that's when you know that it's time to get rid of it. Like I said, my ex-husband no. had several of those things. We don't need and, to do that. No, we don't need to do that. It's got all the bells and whistles in it. Sweet. Because so we don't have to worry about it. So this way, you know, if I ever get lost, I'll hit the navigation and it should, you know, get me to where I'm going instead of calling Robin for help. <laughs> oh, you've done you've done that before. Can I, you help me take the TV off the wall? Yes, in the absolutely. That's that right. was fun. That, that was, was fun. a lot of fun. That was fun. All right, all right. Let's get back to talking a little bit about some termite issues here. Okay, um, let's burrow down and get some facts. Yes, let's oh, get some facts nice. here. Okay, so Dan, being <laughs> let's start let's start with a little bit of of inspection. Okay, when you okay. start when you go around and you start looking for different things, and obviously, termite inspection is in the uh, realm of what you do. It has it's to in let the neighborhood because yeah. it, it affects the structure. So tell us a little bit about some of the things that you do. Well, it's uh, pretty, you know, it's, it's a, since I'm doing a visual inspection in the house and, and after doing it so many years, I can see the signs of past termite treatment and then also past tubes because sometimes the um, prior practitioner of uh, termite treatment doesn't really scrub down the stem. They just knock them down a little bit, and then they spray. And then you'll see new tubes later pop up another place in the house. And then it's just one of those ongoing things. It's like that one place that over there on Oak that we, we did. I walked down in that little uh, hand, handmade cellar, and we had tubes hanging down. Yeah, I mean. I mean, it's, you know, it's just a matter of turning your brain on to say, look for it. And then what's wrong with the picture here or what's too right? Right. If it's been overpainted and you can see an overpainted termite tube, that's interesting. And if the house has just been painted and you have a fresh tube, that makes it even more interesting. Well, yeah. I mean, these are things that you've got to, as an inspector, you've, you're going to be able to catch. Um, 
but there are obviously going across the country. There are different types of termites. Yes, there. So tell our listeners a little bit about obviously the termites that we have obviously in the southwest, See, but in, but other in the northeast or the northwest because obviously different parts of the country have. They'd have different family members. <laughs> That's right. It's like for here in Arizona and the uh, majority of the Southwest, we have what's gone as a subterranean. And, you know, they they commute. They come back and forth, you know, on every few days to go in and out of the house. And then a lot of, there's a lot of areas that are called dries. In other words, the, the termite, get, termite clan or group starts a nest. They go up in a piece of wood and they just start burrowing in and making it a home. And then years later, you have a structure that's that's uh, eaten up from you know the family plan, and from then, the family plan. And that's right. Oh, I see. Okay. And, and like I said earlier, there's that you know some people take that wood from an old house and put it into a new house, and then they've just transported the problem into the house. And then there's other areas that have <clears throat> termites that are just localized just around that area, and then they'll go out to different neighborhood houses. And then uh, there'll be other times, it's like like in California, they have a very aggressive one to where they have to bag the house. And a lot of people are used to termite treatments to where the whole house has to be encased in this big bag to actually um, permeate all of the uh, wood surfaces in the house to be able to kill off the termites to get them to not come back. Yeah, I mean, in, and that's that's a serious plant. You think that's, about, that's think about bagging your house. Whew. I mean, that's... That's pretty extreme because somebody had let it go and it got to be that bad, you know? So, um, and like, who knows, you know, what damage the two by fours have, like we said, this project in, in Tempe, what they've actually done going in, in up the, the two by fours to get Mm -hmm. over to the roof because because the painter told me, he says when they were up there doing prep work and stuff, he said, you know, uh, the roof is a little squishy. It's crunchy. It's yeah. crunchy. It's squishy. Yeah, absolutely. That doesn't uh, sound good at all. No, no that means it. that means the actual wood supports are actually have have had some sort of you know degradation well, from the you know from them eating the cellulose in the wood because they transfer through. That's how they move through. Well, one of the and then the little brown things you see, you know, like here here and many other areas, you'll see like little dirt pin, little like looks like little. Droplets are little mini pin dirt things along a ceiling. And if they follow a truss, that means you've probably got termites on that. There's all sorts of different ways that they'll show, but not show. And they can get it's painted true. over real quick because, oh, it was just a couple of spots. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah. Oh, boy. Well, that's the problem. You, you don't know. Well, this is why when you go through, you, you take, you're very thorough. You go through, you take pictures, you, mm-hmm. you make notations on where this stuff is. So even if they were in the process of, you know, doing a little remodel tune-up to put the house up for sale, that mm-hmm. they would actually, you know, there's a record of it. Even exactly. if they, if the, because the painter will come up, it's very simple for a painter to come up and take a pressure washer. They pressure wash the house. They're yeah, going to pressure wash the twos and they're going to be gone. Yeah. But they're going to come back. And that's what I mean. I've done situations where I've walked around a fresh paint job or a brand new house and I see tubes coming up the stem. It's amazing. In fact... I remember many years ago out in Lishfield, there the uh, foundation had just been poured about a week prior, and I was out there doing you know the multi new home inspection. Yeah, and I walk out, and there's no wood in this place at all, but there's tubes coming up around on the stone. 
Yeah. They're so, foraging. They were looking. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. These are things. So that means whatever they sprayed down there was pretty watered okay. down. So, but think <laughs> about this now. Okay. So let's talk a little bit about treatment because treatment is something that. Treatment and baiting systems and all these. Well, yeah. I systems. mean, because I remember when I, when I first moved here, okay. Um, and they built our house. Obviously, you know, there's a, there's a, I believe it's a five-year warranty on the, the treatment they do when they first build the house. And then after that, you're on your own. That's right. So if that's the case, you have to go back and decide, okay, well, what kind of treatment system do you have? It's almost like there's so many different types. It's yeah. like trying to, like, like you have almost as many as you have when you have water treatment issues exactly you know know, because you got so many well mine's the best no no this one's the best so this one works better than this one the problem is that you've got to be able to go and decipher which is the best now the one that we had originally way back before they had um the termidor treatment where they go back and they do those little they dig your put those little bait systems all around around the house house, figuring that they would draw them to the bait system they would draw them to the bait system but not the house now it's, nah, 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 nah. You know, sometimes it worked, sometimes it didn't. I had more tubes around the bait stations than I did anyplace else. Well, yeah, but at least you had them. They weren't on your house. Well, at least you knew where they were at. Well, yeah, they were hanging out at the bar. Oh, Lord. That's right. Hanging out at the bait bar. Hanging out at the bait bar. That's it. Yeah. But, you know, seriously, going back, I think um, some of the best treatment. And, and I, I would, again, it's something that you should go talk to your friends and family and you have, who have homes and like, well, what do you use, or do you do anything, or at all? You know, I mean, if you haven't disturbed the property, it doesn't make make the difference because, you know, if you don't have them now, you're probably going to get them eventually. No, there's also there's been systems tried, and I didn't see them prevail that uh, had those little blue tubes run throughout all of the the uh, framing in the house, and the termite treatment people would come up and spray more um, termeticide into this little lock that was on the side of the house. And they'd fill those tubes back up again okay. to be able to kill, you know, to keep it abated. Well, that didn't seem to hang out too good. <laughs> and they just kind of, that, that system didn't prevail. And it kind of went by the way of other technologies. Yeah, okay. And then the, there's, I've seen, them, I've seen them trench. They just take a big hole and go about three inches down and just trench right along the edge of the stem and just pour a pile of, you know, preventive, you know, termeticide into the trench, let it soak in, kill the plants, and we're gone. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's just different people, obviously. And again, we talk about don't let your landscaper do your pest control. Ain't right. that the truth? Ain't the truth. You yes. Know? Because obviously, now what, when you did, when you did your, had your landscaping business, Robin, uh, and you obviously had to go back and do work around the house. Mm-hmm. Um, did you ever have, you know, give them any advice on what to do when it came to, you know, came to uh, termite protection? I'm sure my ex-husband may have opened his mouth a few times, which he shouldn't have because it's not really up to him. I mean, you that <laughs> a lot of times with me being the owner of the landscape company, I would partner up with like pest control companies if I knew somebody that was running a, a really good pest control company that I trusted. And I would recommend the homeowner speak to them because that's not a department we should be dealing with other than railroad ties. Yes, that is something that might draw termites and you might consider changing to a block retainer wall. So that's 
that's as far as I would yeah. go because you mm-hmm. don't have a license to practice stuff about pests. Mm-hmm. Now we do know about pests on plants. Yeah. Right. And if you if you don't, you know, a lot of times what would happen since the nursery guys were very, very well versed in that kind of stuff, you could take a picture, call them at the nursery, text it to them, and they would tell you exactly what's going on and how to treat that plant. You know, like if you have a big, big uh, area of rose bushes and you've got those little mites that are just chewing away on the leaves. Yes. What do we do? Do we do, you know, do we do soapy beer or what do we do? <laughs> yeah, because there was a lot of, there was an epidemic in Queen Creek when all the housing boom was going out there and we were doing the landscaping. There was a lot of like white powdery substance on a lot of the plants and they were always calling us back going, what is this, this calcium from my water? No, that's a bug infection. That's right. So, you know, a lot of times you got to take the plant and get rid of it or you treat it with something just like you have to treat the termites. But for a landscaper, unless he's got some kind of knowledge on bugs, he should not be telling the homeowner how to treat that. And then right. one of the good standards is keep it about three, keep the plants and, and bushes and things like that at least three foot away from the stem of the house. Yeah, any water source should not be that close to your house. Oh, you mean the sprinklers put right up against the stem to oh, spray out? Dude, you know how many times <laughs> I've had to tell people if they want grass right up to their patio? That voids the warranty on a new house, first of all. That also makes your concrete sink if you're not careful. That's right. So you put like a three-foot paver extension. Yeah, exactly. Or you can pour concrete. But I always suggest pavers because you can actually do pavers right over top of the concrete and then bring it out to as far as you want. Extend your patio. That way you're not dealing with that kind of an issue where your foundation is And that way the water is actually moving away from the house instead of just dropping and soaking. And if you're in a moderate to you know iffy type of soil problem area they're all over the country you have soil problems your house or slab or basement doesn't take on water especially if you have a basement and you have it dropping too close to that perimeter of the house you're going to eventually have basement problems yeah that's exactly right yep and they have that problem a lot especially in augusta ranch and places like that in the east valley with those basement homes and how you have those grids right out there yep the best way to do it is fix the drainage so you don't have the water going into the basement yeah if you're going to put windows window swales in actually have them drain don't just put a a fake piece of plastic to make it look like you've got a drain exactly (laughs) all right all right Oh, is that part of that fake it till you make it kind of thing? Uh, something like okay, that. Okay, all right. I'll, I'll, think, I'll take an answer on it. This is another oh. life happens, you know, scenario. Oh, yeah, right. All right, we're going to take a short break. We're going to come back. We're going to talk about, <laughs> I know Dan was talking about this earlier. How about those wing termites? That ant, right? Yeah, that ant, right? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> all right, we'll be right back. Don't go away. You're listening to Image Home Improvement Live. Chances are, when it's time to call a service professional, you need someone right away. Who can you call for those electrical problems fast? The answer is Mr. Electric, a licensed, bonded, and insured company serving the Valley of the Sun since 2000. Some of their residential and commercial services include expert troubleshooting, replacing an outlet, hanging a ceiling fan, or upgrading your electric service, and much more. Rest assured, all work is guaranteed. Call today for your appointment, 480 480- You can find them on the web at phoenixmetro.mrelectric.com. Remember, at Mr. Electric, we have the power to make things better. Son? 
rain, and wind. Rightway Roofing knows Arizona and what it can do to your roof. From minor repairs to complete replacement, we've got you covered. Our state-of-the-art materials are designed to stand up to whatever Arizona dishes out. We offer a 15 to 30-year warranty depending on your roof, so you know it's done right. Rightway Roofing. Call or go online now for your free estimate. Rightway Roofing. There's only one way, the right way. Rightway Roofing. In the East Valley, call 480-232-5458. In the West Valley, 602-299-8851. Or go to azroof.com. Hi, I'm John Weisbart, co-host of FYI Network's hit TV show, Tiny House Nation. Now, people all over the country are downsizing. The tiny homes are all the big rage. But remember, even tiny homes need repairs and left unattended. Those tiny problems become big problems. Don't let that happen to you. Know what makes your home tick. Listen every week to Image Home Improvement Live, Saturday morning on the Double Wide Network. All right, we're back, and you're listening to Image Home Improvement Live, and we are talking about those ugly things that attack your home, you know, and it's people wondering, no, it's not the zombie apocalypse. No, I was actually going somewhere completely different with that, but you I were? won't say it. You yes. were? Yes, oh, I was. Oh, okay. Well, you, well, okay. They're we'll home records. Next break. <laughs> They're home records. Yeah, all right. They're home records. <laughs> okay, all right. Well, and you know, one way. thing we could always, you know, Robin, one thing we could always count on Dan on? What's that? He always tells the truth. You want the truth? You want the truth? You can handle the truth. That's right. <laughs> that's you can't right. Handle the truth, and that's that's kind of like some of those myths that there are some types of ants that eat wood. No, they burrow through wood. They don't eat it, and they leave out you know little mounds of of uh, cellulose. But uh, carpenter ants just burrow into wood for a home. They are not eating it. Yeah, they there's just a difference. It. Yeah, absolutely. And then when they swarm, they get wings. Okay, so let's talk. Like Red Bull, they've got wings. <laughs> uh, all right, so anyway, so let's get into a little bit talking about um, some of these winged termites, which a lot of people probably don't see much of um, in our part of the country, but they are in other parts of the country. So um, when you think about, you know, do they have wings? Do they do they shed their wings? Do they? I mean, mm-hmm. where do what, what part start, of the country start. are they in? Um, well, pretty much. I mean, pretty, I know, they, I know they're the not country. in the southwest. That's for no. sure. But back east, right now, where it's being flooded, uh, <laughs> where a lot of water. Yeah. Okay. And then there's um, up there in Maine, and it's all across the nation. There's different pockets of population of uh, termites that will swarm. And uh, that's one of those things people, you know, yeah. it's usually springtime and, and sometimes in the fall in different areas of the of the country, the uh, population will swarm and, you know, it gets too big for where they're at. So they start to swarm and then they move on to another structure or another target rich environment, you might say. Wow. And then once they get established, the wings drop off and then they go. They start laying eggs and the little little critters just make ha- mayhem over the wood. Yeah, I mean, it's it's just pretty crazy. But you know what happens is you know they they they're um, the wing termites. They obviously they they travel in swarms, okay. Mm-hmm. And then what they do is they'll fly. You know they they will fly. They don't fly long distances. No. They fly short distances. 
And when they get to where they're going, okay, they break off their wings and then they bury themselves into the soil and then they just build, you know, the rest of their lives, they're building Build new colonies, you know, so that's what they're doing. Um, They break off their wings. They break off their wings. Wow. Yeah. Mm -hmm. They actually break off their wings. So you can imagine, you can imagine if a human doing something like that. I don't think so. And I got to break off my wings. No. <laughs> no. But that'd be kind of cool as a human to actually have like a pair of wings when we need them and then just put them away, kind of like retractable wings. Really? But see, that's what I don't get. How can a bug break off their wings when they know. could be just retractable like a lot of flying insects? It's cartilage on, on their putting too much thought into this, Robin. No, it is, it is a cartilage that they can, wow. you know, stop, you know, pumping fluids into. They dry down and they break off. That's just it's, wild when you think about it. It's a cartilage. Yeah, it's like kind of, yeah. kind of shedding your skin. Yeah, it's kind of like clipping your no, your nails, you know? Wow. Yeah. Now, so let's think about this, okay? You know, one of the other things that are are a question about how, you know, how what kind of space can they get into? You know, they can get into something like about a 32nd of an inch crack in your stem and you know in your slab mm-hmm. if they're if there's the subterranean variety. That's right. And they start they'll go in and you just don't know. I mean, we've actually pulled up uh, tile on the ground where there's been cracks and, you know, the, the tile people have gone in and they've done their due diligence in fixing the mm-hmm. tile. Right. Uh, or she's say fixing, you know, putting, what they do is they put a membrane over the crack. This way, when they put the tile down, they cement the tile down, it, the membrane just uh, absorbs, absorbs some of the, the movement. movement. Yeah. But what happens is you pull it up and I found those little devils, <laughs> they are, they find like... A micro crack. Yeah, they find a crack or maybe, you know, a thin set that's not all the way across the tile because it's never completely across the tile. But they'll find a way to move. And like I said, they move through concrete, up walls. It doesn't make any difference where they're going as long as they're just looking for they're nourishment. Foraging. Yeah. You know, so that it's just, it's just something like Yogi that we Bear. Have to, they're foraging for food. They're foraging for food. Okay. So it, one of the other things that you will know if you're building a new home um, or doing a remodel, make sure that the contractor has a provision in his scope of work if he's doing something like a room addition or something that is an add-on or even if it's a brand-new home. The concrete people will not pour over a new, like a new slab hmm. if it's not treated and has a sticker on it from the pest control company. You know how many times I've seen places that have been floated out and the tubes were still there, and they just put down the flooring and, and all that kind of. It was, it's I've seen some nasty things. There was a um, an, a vacant um, care home that was about uh, nine thousand square feet, and what they'd done is taken some thin set concrete and just created through the whole building this thin this thin set all the way through, and let it set, and then they put the tile on top of it, and then you'd walk down the hallway. And the hallway would pop, oh. and then you'd look in the walls, and I was, you know, when I looked in the in the ceiling, there were tons of tubes. It was just, what were you thinking? And thank God, there's nobody living here. <laughs> I mean, really, I mean, I I agree with you 100. percent It's just a very strange. It's a situation that you've got to be vigilant on. You just can't just say, oh well, you know, and knock the tube off and say they're not going to come back because they will. No, I uh, mean you know, and it. I mean, how many times have you gone up and done done attic inspections and found 
decayed wood on trusses. Oh yeah. I mean, when, when you're when you're crawling along, and you know, and, and I've always had a good habit of pushing on before I step. And it's like, oh yeah. He goes crack crack, and I'm going. Oh, yeah, yeah. This, you don't. This just, inspection is over. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, I am curious about something, Dan. Since you're the home inspector, maybe you can answer this. A lot of times, you know, if there's been particular damage to a home, they have to, it's on record somewhere, whether it's through the insurance companies or something, and then it gets part of the inspection report. Is that something that they have to acknowledge that there has been termite damage in the past? That would be with the uh, board that does the, has the uh, licensing of uh, termite, and that's called Wood Destroying Organism Report. Okay. And you can look that up or request that from that agency oh very cool because see that that's what i was curious about because a lot of times they don't divulge the information right away and you get i mean certain things like if you report a flood flood damage to your insurance company right. that's on record yes it because does. they've paid to repair something so that becomes part of the inspection report when you're buying or selling a house yeah and it becomes complicated for a home to get repaired if you've had massive termite or uh, wood destroying organism damage very cool. It's very interesting what happens on the repair of that. If the house has sat there for 20 years and half of it's been eaten away and nobody did anything, who's yeah. going to pay? Yeah, who is going to pay? That's a good question. That's exactly right. Somebody's got to you pay. Check your insurance policy. See what you're covered on. And then there's the next question. What happens if you buy the home warranty with the house that's up for sale and you don't know about that? Are they going to cover that because it's a pre-existing condition? See if they'll cover it. Yeah, you got to ask. Mm -hmm. Okay. Yeah, you know, and that's why you have, and that's why as a home inspector, yes, I can identify all of the goods and bads of termite and wood destroying organisms, but I don't have a license in it, and so that's why I say let's get a licensed individual out here to be able to do the double check on this. I've just seen the indicators. Let's get the verification. I like that. Yeah. All right. When we come back, we're going to talk a little bit more about. How do you know? How long does it take to actually wipe out a colony? I mean, there was a, there are the things depending on what you do. Um, obviously, just because you put new bait down in in your you go put a new treatment down, it doesn't automatically go away. You well, know, hey, it's a not, big, it's not instantaneous. A big trench with uh, fire in it would keep them from coming back oh, to the yeah, house. Yeah. Okay, Dan. <laughs> All right, you've been hanging out in Palo Verde too much. All right, we'll be right back. Don't go away. Stardust Building Supplies is your home improvement thrift store. Find salvaged and gently used cabinetry, doors, windows, appliances, lighting, plumbing, and much more. Save money, be green, and support the community. Shop and donate at Stardust Building Supplies' three valley locations. For more info, visit stardustbuilding.org. Thinking of remodeling your kitchen or bathroom? confused about which company to choose to do your tile work let me make the choice a simple one for you az high-tech tile and stone whether it's a residential or commercial project az high-tech tile and stone are the experts in kitchen countertop backsplashes floor tile and shower walls and anything while using materials such as granite tile travertine porcelain and much much more az high-tech tile and stone will come to your home and provide you with a free estimate we are members of the NTCA, CTIOA, and Certified CTC. Ceramic Tile Consultant. AZ Hitech Tile & Stone is a value trade partner for all Image Home Improvement kitchen and bathroom makeovers. 
Give them a call today for your free estimate, 602-799-9619, or find them on the web at azhightechtileandstonellc.com. Sometimes you start a project with great intentions, and then it keeps getting bigger, and nothing makes sense, and it grows out of control. So how do you get all the parts and pieces in sync together? Fix it. Image Home Improvement. If you're doing a kitchen, bathroom remodel, or room additions, it's time to call a professional. 623-580-0901 or imagehomeimprovement.com. This is Jimmy Johnson, NASCAR driver of the number 48 Lowe's Chevrolet. You're listening to Image Home Improvement Live. All right, we are back, and we are, as they say, talking termites today. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if we talk their language, but... Well, no, no, no. So, Robin, you said last, the beginning of last segment, you said you had something you wanted to say, but I kind of sent you off in another direction. Would you care to share that with me? Oh, with now you're going to make me think about I'm that? I'm just asking. I'm just asking. You know, <sighs> I, thought it was, I thought it was very important that, because anything that you say is always important. Oh, you know, you don't have to kiss up to me being the studio director. I think we've already established that. <laughs> my goodness. Oh, my God. Oh, so he gives me a hand clap and an insult all in the uh, no, same No, that's thing. all the love going your way. Come on. Yeah, okay. absolutely. Okay, okay so you want, do you want to share or no? I, I can't even remember what uh, we were talking about. Well, see, that's what happens when you get I'm focused because I'm, no. <laughs> She's focused. Bite me, you're dude. I'm focused, focused on you're running your fo- show. You're focused. I, I am focused. I, I am a pro. You're talking right. about the woman who was dumb enough to leave radio after 30 years to go into landscaping for some god-awful reason, and then all of a sudden I'm back in radio again. But you know why I went into landscaping? Why? why? So I could do your show. Well, oh. I, Dan, you know what I got to <sighs> say about that? Oh, here we goes. have one thing to say about that. What? Oh, yeah. We're not worthy. We're not worthy. <laughs> hey, how often do you get a female contractor as a studio director who knows what she's talking about? I wish I had that other sound bite where I could say, make you made my day. <laughs> well, I can just do that. I make your day. Well, I know you do. There we go. All now right, that, there you go. We'll get aside the ego there for a second. All right. Okay. All right. So Moving anyway, on. let's get back. We are, we got a couple of things more we want to cover before we wrap up the show. But, um, you know, unlike Dan had said before the break, like <laughs> dig a moat around the house and set it afire. I like you that. Know? I want my own dragon, though. I mean, yeah, that's right. The only problem is that the house will go with the fire. I mean, that's 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 not working, Dan. Sorry. I mean, you know, I mean, I don't think the insurance people will love you for that. But let's talk a little bit about one thing that you could do. You obviously, you know, when you do something like that, you you can do you know a moat, so to speak, or a trench. Around, mm-hmm. let's be realistic here. A trench around the house. Okay, you can put the 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 different types of chemicals, whatever you want to put in here, Termidor, whatever it is, and pre-treat the ground outside around the house. Okay, that will do it. However, it they don't go away immediately. It's not like you know instantaneous gratification that they're gone as soon as you put the stuff down. Well, it takes time. They have to they have to bring some of that food. 
they come into contact with that that chemical and then they take it back into the the colony. And it takes time. It could take several months before they go away. Many generations. You know, so, yeah, I mean, generations, you know, unlike humans, happens relatively fast. I don't Mm -hmm. know what what the uh, life expectancy of a termite is, but it's a whole lot faster than humans because they have so many and they just keep coming back if you don't treat them right. But I mean, what else do they have to do? Mate and eat wood. Mate and eat wood. That's it. Wow, you, you know, know that's just. What are you supposed to do with that? <laughs> and leave excrement. I'm not. Gonna, oh, that's true. We I'm not going to touch too. that with a ten foot pole. Oh my god! Thank you, Robin. That's probably what I was thinking of earlier because I I now recall, but that's why we don't talk about it on this show because that's home improvement. Right. Okay. Yes. All right. So anyway, so. Um, <laughs> Well, there's ways to do home improvement inside, but we won't go there. Right. Now, one of the things that you've got to worry about, too, is you think about this. You know, when you do framing, one of the codes used to be years ago, you could just frame frame up whatever, okay, whatever, just regular, you know, Douglas fir lumber, okay? But they changed the code years ago. So now you've got any piece of wood coming into contact with concrete, has to be pre-treated, or I use pre-treated lumber yeah, pressure as far as the base plate goes. So you've got to know that, that and what that is for our listeners is it's, it's very, it, it looks like it's brown wood. It's got, it's been treated, okay, so that this way it's, it, it feels denser than an actual 2x4 does under normal circumstances, normal humidity. So that this way when you, you put it down and you seal it, not only do you put, you know, a lot of times they will put construction adhesive down on the concrete and set that pre-treated base plate down on top and anchor it into the floor. But it, that also is a, is a deterrent for termites because when they see this pre-treated lumber, um, it has to leave a bad taste in their mouth. Yep, and it wasn't in a while ago. They actually were using uh, arsenic in the treatment but they had to stop doing that because the arsenic was, you know, coming out of the wood. People used the wood for other things, and they were making people very sick and not ill. Yeah, absolutely. So you've got to be you've you've got to know these things. So it, again, it's so important to use a qualified professional to do certain things. But these certain things sometimes affect other areas, and this is why you've got to have somebody who's knowledgeable, who's had experience, not just somebody who just you know, just got their license yesterday because not every person who gets a license is a qualified, you know, professional. Oh, ain't that the truth? You know, so you've got to, again, that's why you need to ask for testimonials. You need to ask for references. I don't care what you want to call it. You've from work that you've done. And if, if you're a dedicated contractor that actually, like when we started, we were going through that phase years ago when we still do it because obviously we're only as good as our last project. You know, and then, you know, if people are looking for references, they want to be able to speak to them. That's why you've got to be able to have a, give them a reference where somebody would be, um, would allow you to contact them to be able to tell them about the experience. Well, you set up a referral program too, which is very yeah. simplistic. I Absolutely. did it. I did it for my clientele. I would tell every one of my clients, if you refer us to somebody or you write up a review or, you know, just send me an email with how you feel about things. Cause they used to tell us stuff. I would say, okay, well, we'll use it on our website. And I would send them a gift card, a restaurant gift card. And they made restaurant gift cards. I had like a choice of 10 places to go. Right. It is something so simplistic. And 
the biggest thing, handwritten, mind you, handwritten thank you notes. Right. That's right. They go a long way. People just love that stuff. Yeah, because it's personal. Absolutely. And you you want to thank them for every time. Even if you don't get the job off the estimate, you still send a personalized note and you let people know, we appreciate you putting the word out. Absolutely. Absolutely. You got to be able to do that. Take your family to dinner on us. There you go. All right. Words of words of wisdom from our studio director, former landscaper, former landscaper, <laughs> chief cook and bottle washer. But uh, one of the things we want to touch base with, let all our listeners know, next week we're going to be talking about um, some of the ramifications of having water damage through Mother Nature. Obviously, you know, recently we had the storms in North Carolina, um, and we're going to have Elaine Golino here with us. Uh, who has been on the show before. We're going to be talking a little bit about some of the disasters and things that uh, arise and and how insurance companies handle claims, as well as, again, in her her business, she acts as the intermediary person between the homeowner and the insurance company because sometimes the insurance companies are not, shall we say, as forthcoming with restitution of your damage. That's right. And that's one of the things that, uh, you know, we, we champion uh, Elaine and other people that are in that profession because um, somebody's got to stand up for the rights of the, the homeowner yeah. and the consumer and the way that the projects are being, you know, uh, rehabbed. That's a right. lot of times, you know, they'll, they'll take shortcuts or they get a, the insurance company might have an unqualified person come out and do your estimate. You know, and you know all they do. I mean, they are not skilled. They're all not skilled. I shouldn't say not all of them, but most of them that I've run into are not skilled in the in the professions of rebuilding damage that was done, like for instance, through water or fire. And um, all they know is they 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 sit down, they take measurements, they go back to the office, they pull out their Xactimate program, and they plug all the numbers in and let the numbers just say, okay, well, this is it. Well, there's nothing wrong with getting a base number that way, but that's not real life, and that's not real, you know, re- um, reconstruction. Yeah, four hundred dollars doesn't replace kitchen cabinets. No, no. I mean, it's <laughs> no. just ridiculous, and I, and that's why you've got to. I mean, I had a project that we had to go back out and do, and they totally missed the water damage that was in the kitchen, which you could see the water line clearly on the inside of the cabinet because the base. They pulled out all the toe kicks, mm-hmm. even in the kitchen. But they didn't give any money for restitution of the kitchen cabinets. Or the inside of the cabinet up on the wall. Well, you could you could see the water line. I had to go take pictures and give it to the homeowner and say, send this to your insurance agent. He missed this. Well, you know, it was like over $7,000. I missed this, you yeah. know, and for cabinets. I mean, it was better than not getting it at all, even though $7,000, what she wanted was... Um, a little different grade cabinet, but it surely helped. But yeah. if, if I didn't go back and do that, they, she wouldn't have got any money. That's right. You know, and then it's a question of the, the homeowner fighting the insurance company. And it's just like, it's just a never ending battle. So it's something you've got to, you've got to deal with, but Elaine's going to be here next week. We're going to be talking about that. 
and a whole lot more. And Dan, great to have you back again in full form. Thank <laughs> oh, you very much. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you very much. And you know, like Dan always says, you know, when he comes back after he's been out for a while, he says, "Yes, monster." That's, that's all <laughs> that's he says to you. And he's right, he, no to everybody. I was Be- going to say, wait a second. I'm the only one. I'm the one in control. Well, here. I know you're in control. <laughs> yeah, she, and she knows my say, buttons. <laughs> if you ever had any doubt in listening to this program, resistance. Is All right, everybody have a great week. We'll see you next week. You're a great American. I love you. Where we're moving.